I was transitioning from one yoga pose to the next, noticing the soreness and the immobility that had grown from my own neglect. I'm sorry, I whispered to my body. I'm sorry I got caught up in other things. Let's make this better. I had been so busy tending to my work, my loved ones, and my home that I'd put my body last on the list of things to take care of. And though my body had been crying out for some TLC, I was quietly backing away and ignoring it. (laughs) You know, until I couldn't any longer. In today's blogcast, we are going to learn how to deal with these moments in life when we don't seem to have any time for self-care and keep putting our own needs on the back burner. Welcome to the blogcast, Unlocking Wellness. I'm Crystal McLean, licensed clinical massage therapist, empowerment coach, and consciousness apothecary, and I'm exploring ways to unlock our wellness barriers so we can create self-care independence because we find our freedom when we're living well. Hello, my friend. I hope you're doing well. And if you're not, then I hope you find this episode helpful. And if you'd like to read along while you listen, I offer that feature at my website, crystalmcleancreative.com. You can find a direct link to this episode in the show notes below. And if you want to make sure you never miss an episode, you can either sign up for my newsletter or subscribe to my podcast wherever you like to listen most. Also, if you'd like to support my mission to provide creative self-care resources that empower people for a lifetime, you can join the Dream Team over at Patreon and score some sweet perks to help you create self-care independence. Memberships start at just five bucks a month. So if you're into it, I'll leave links to all this stuff below in the show show notes, or you can just visit me at my website. All right, let's get to it. So... Let's take a minute to mention the elephant in the room before we begin. You may have noticed that my introduction made solid claims to my own self-care neglect due to being, quote, too busy. Yet, oddly enough, I also deemed myself qualified to tell you what to do when you find yourself in such situations. Let me tell you, I am precisely the person to be delivering this information on this topic, and that will become more apparent as we dive deeper into today's post. So stick with me. It's taken me a long time to learn the language of my body and find the time and the tools to practice effective and efficient self-care. My hope for you here today is that you'll gain some helpful tools to do the same. All right, so let's suppose that you are all mired up by life's demands without a lick of time to tend to your own needs. Let me first tell you, I see you, I hear you, and I sympathize with you. Creating balance can be a bitch sometimes. So let's learn a few things that just might help you during these times. For starters, let's talk about the illusion of balance. There's this popular idea that you can do it all. That my friend, is bullshit. You are but a mere mortal, my weary earth dweller, and you must accept your limitations. (laughs) But for real, you're only human, and human organisms can only do so much. So 
don't take your limitations personally. No one can do it all. And if someone is telling you that they can, they are either insanely privileged, which means they themselves aren't actually doing it all either, but rather hiring other people to do some of the shit for them, like watch their kids and clean their house. And there's nothing wrong with having that kind of privilege. But you need to understand that we're not all playing on the same field. Okay, so they're either privileged or they're full of lies. (laughs) Or maybe they're actually a superhero. I don't know. What I do know is that every single human that I've ever had the chance to discuss such matters with would confess that they cannot do everything. There is no, quote, balance in the sense of equal weights and measures when it comes to life. The balance you're actually trying to achieve in life is something called homeostasis, which is the relative stability within the body. When you are in homeostasis, that means your body and your brain are operating at the optimal levels that they are designed for. Side note, not all bodies and brains are designed the same. So what I need to achieve homeostasis may not be what you need. And my optimal level may not be as dazzling as yours. It all goes back to privilege. Some people are born with biological advantages. Some have situational advantages. And that's all okay. Because that's life. But your optimal wellness is always the desired outcome. And your life is an equation where the variables are always changing and shifting. And because the variables are always changing, that means you have to be flexible and creative when it comes to your self-care. Does that make sense? This is what self-care independence is all about. It's about figuring out your equation for wellness so you feel empowered taking care of your ass. So let's redefine what balance means. Let's stop beating ourselves up for not being able to do it all. Let's stop judging ourselves by the stacks of laundry and dirty dishes and recognize that you are doing as much as you can. Okay? Okay. Great. So the next thing you need to do is challenge the concept that you are doing as much as you can. Wait, what? (laughs) This isn't gaslighting. This isn't manipulation. This is unearthing the truth. I want nothing more for you than for you to show up with an open and compassionate heart towards yourself. I want you to be kind and gentle with yourself. I want you to be loving and nurturing and accepting of all of your gifts, your shortcomings, and your shadows. But I also want you to be a total badass who calls yourself out on your own bullshit. (laughs) Far too many of us have been programmed to accept complete and utter nonsense about ourselves and what we're actually capable of. Self-doubt, lack of confidence, and the ability to seek out roadblocks and excuses like a pro 
more often than not are just your scared little brain's way of keeping you safe. You might have some legit limitations. You may have some real disadvantages. If you do, then you do. But how many of your perceived deficits are actually nothing more than challenges that make you feel uncomfortable? Want to know the best way to deal with this, with this discomfort? You sit with it. You challenge it. Avoidance, in my experience, is nothing more than a nasty little thought pattern that's infected my belief system. And as long as I keep letting the uncomfortable thoughts win and keep dodging my self-care practices, the more I'm going to believe that I am incapable of following through. You are capable. You just have to prove it to yourself. Okay, Crystal, I'm totally capable of practicing self-care, but that doesn't change the fact that I still don't have time. All right. All right. That's fair. Okay, so you're busy. That's why you clicked on this blogcast in the first place, right? So something you can do when you're strapped for time is to let go of the all or nothing concept. I hear a lot of my massage clients say that they just don't have time to stretch. I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> we almost always have time to stretch. In fact, while I'm writing this, I'm banging out some stretches. Yeah, you bet your ass I am. But yeah, we have lots of time to do lots of things. The problem is we feel like we need to schedule big blocks of time to do them in. And we feel the need to do them completely or perfectly. Like if you don't have an hour to devote to your self-care practices, then you write off doing anything at all. But the truth is that you don't need an hour. You don't even need half an hour. Hell, you don't even need five minutes for a lot of these things. I cannot tell you how much time I've spent in my life avoiding doing something that, when I, it was all said and done, actually only took like five minutes or less. Paying a bill, putting the recycling away, flossing, deep breathing, looking out a window, sending a text to say I love you. This shit takes very little time, but they have such a big impact on our overall wellness. And if you've got something bigger you need to deal with, like starting an exercise routine or changing your bedtime rituals, you can be gradual about it. Devoting a little bit of time is better than devoting no time. Slowly creating new habits is better than not creating them at all. And if you're looking at heavy hitters that take a bunch of time and maybe kind of scary, like scheduling medical appointments, all I can tell you is that your health and wellness is, is far more important than anything else. If you do not have the time, you must make the time. And speaking of time, let's figure out how busy you truly are. And more importantly, let's get really clear about what your self-care needs actually are. 
When you're busy, efficiency is a superpower. So let's talk about how you're spending your time. For starters, I'd like to say I'm really glad that you're here with this blogcast. Believe it or not, this is a form of self-care. You, right here, right now, are working on your self-awareness. And awareness is actually the second key to creating self-care independence. So, well done. But what about the rest of your day? How are you spending it? Take a day or two to become super aware of how you fill up your time. How much of it is spent worrying? How much of it is it is used on social media? How much time is spent on those weird in-between moments like going to the bathroom, sitting in traffic, or waiting in line? These are all opportune times to practice a little self-care. So when you think about self-care, things like diet and exercise, bubble baths, and a massage might come to mind. But self-care is actually anything that you can do to achieve that thing we were talking about earlier, homeostasis. And newsflash, sometimes that has nothing to do with diet, exercise, or a day at the spa. Sometimes self-care isn't on trend. Sometimes it's boring and very unsexy. (laughs) Sometimes it's dealing with that slimy head of lettuce in the back of the fridge or paying your bills. Sometimes it's confronting a friend about hard feelings. Sometimes it's scheduling a scary doctor's appointment. All of these things can affect different parts of the self. By the way, I've categorized six different selves, being the physical, emotional, mental, practical, social, and spiritual. And each one of these selves plays a part in whether you achieve homeostasis or not. So, if you're truly busy and have minimal time to dedicate to your self-care practices, it's a good idea to get really clear about where you need some TLC. Understanding yourself as a whole organism, mind, body, and mother, love, and soul is super helpful. If you need a little help figuring out what your self-care needs are, I have a digital guide called Making Sense of Self-Care. It will take you through the steps of authentically identifying each one of yourselves. It provides you with more than 140 self-care ideas. There's a chart so you can clearly determine your feelings. It's got ways to hack your hormones. There's a daily motivator and self-care checklist and a few other things, including six sneaky ways to incorporate self-care into your busy day. And the best part, this guide, it's only $3. Okay, enough of the sales pitch. (laughs) The reality is you may not have the time or the resources to schedule a massage or go to the gym, but I'm pretty sure there are other self-care techniques that will provide the same benefits. You just have to be willing to explore them and call on your creativity. And you've got to be honest about how you're spending your time and what it is that you really need versus what feels convenient and comfortable. Mm, Good stuff. All right, let's keep going. Your body is your home, and it's the only place that you get to live, and it's easier to live there when you appreciate it. Speaking from experience, I used to hate just about everything about my body, and I wasn't too keen on who I was as a person either, 
But there came a time when I became exhausted by my self-loathing. I was dedicating so much energy to scrutinizing every inch of my being that it left very little juice for anything else. It wasn't until I started practicing radical self-love that I was able to let that shit go. When I started shifting my mindset about my body, my abilities, and my worthiness, I noticed my energy started to increase. When I became grateful for all that I am and started respecting myself, I was able to take back my power and take better care of myself. And I'm telling you, if I can do it, so can you. Remember, you're only human. You can only do what you can do. But you're also capable of doing so much more than you realize. Get really clear about how you're spending your time and what your needs really are and start believing in yourself. I believe in you. If you're interested in anything that I've mentioned here today, I will leave links for you below in the show notes. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so very much for being here and I will see you soon.